The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. Good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, libertarians, liberals, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTUV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers who are in the house, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible. As the authoritative word of God, glad that you guys have joined us here on Thursday, the day after the false prophets are officially exposed for what they are. And we're going to talk about that in just a minute, okay? Uh, We're going to go to the scripture, we're going to go to the reality of what we see going on here. And um, we're going to do that in just a little bit. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and SonsOfLibertyMedia.com is where you can go. If you would like to check us out, and we encourage you to do so, sonsoflibertymedia.com, you head over there, um, you can check out the articles that we have, some from me, some from Bradley, some from our contributors that we have every day that we we, uh, post here to sonsoflibertymedia.com. You can also help support us in this effort. Look, guys, I told you yesterday, the corporate-owned, CIA-controlled media has billions of dollars at their exposure, that they're, what is the word I'm trying to say? I did this yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they can use billions of dollars to propagandize you, okay? They they have billions of dollars that they can propagandize you with. And we're just telling you we have a need. That's all we're doing. And if you can help us, disposal, thank you, Jennifer. <laughs> what? Why do I want to go with an E word? Disposal, thank you, Jennifer. Ugh. Radio show guy who doesn't even know what word he wants to use. That's great. All right, so, but I appreciate your help, Jennifer. Thank you. All right, so if you want to help us out, go to sonsoflibertymedia.com and there's a donate button right at the top. If you want to help support us, we need your help. We need your support, okay? Uh, You can do that, make a one-time donation, or you can partner with us and become a son or daughter of liberty. That's to the left side, upper part of the page as well. That's a monthly donation you can set that up and it comes out of your bank account your car however you want to do it um as the lord leads you to do that please support us also our store is available there at the top there's a button on sonslibertymedia.com and you can click that and purchase products that we have t-shirts coffee mugs water bottles all these kinds of things there's another way that you can help support us and that is via the email box right down on the right side of the page if you are on um if you are on 
a mobile device, you should get uh, a box that pops up uh, so that you can enter your email address. That helps us because every night you get an email that lets you have the list of articles that we posted. We don't spam you. We don't rent your email list out. We're not there to... Uh, the only tracking that's in there, and just being honest, is just to see who opened it or not. That's the only tracking that's available there. It isn't to, to sell your email or anything like that or any of that weird stuff, right? Also, on sonsoflibertymedia.com, if you scroll down right here on the right side of the page, there are two videos. The top one is Bradley at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. You can catch him here live on sonsoflibertymedia.com, and then uh, our broadcast in the morning is right under his. We're live there if you want to watch us. If you're listening to Red State Talk Radio and want to head over to sonsoflibertymedia.com, you can do that. Also, you can catch that live video feed this morning on our Twitter account at BradleyDean1, Periscope and Twitch at Setting Brushfires, our Facebook page at BradleyDeanSOL, our YouTube channel. I'm not on there on YouTube. Bradley's on there at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. You can look up Bradley Dean on YouTube and uh, subscribe there. Before it's news.com, we're broadcasting live right there, and we appreciate that uh, from Michael Roach very much. DLive.tv at The Sons of Liberty, and then Cutting Edge TV on Roku. If you would like to call in any time, love that. Look. If you disagree with me, call in. We'll have a conversation. All right? Happy to hear from you. 215-TOP-TALK, 215-867-8255. Okay, so let's address something here. Four years since, um, I think it's about October of 2017, the anonymous Q started posting. Evelyn, you're welcome to call in. You're welcome to call in. Evelyn says, I'm crazy or just an idiot. Um, I'll tell you what, why don't you stick around and you tell me who's crazy. All right. When I show you what I show you, you tell me who's crazy. And, and you're welcome to call in. 215-TOP-TALK, 215-867-8255. So we've been told for years, Donald Trump, was the man to take down the deep state. He was the guy who was going to arrest all of these criminals, bring in all of the big-time pedophiles. Now, he did bring in a lot. His administration did bring in, uh, arrest a lot of pedophile rings. There's no question about that. But overall, they're small fish. They're not the big guys. Okay? We were told he was going to do that. We keep going... We keep going and going and going and you see the cue drops and they keep telling you all this stuff and they keep dangling the carrot, the carrot out in front of you. And what happens? You're left empty-handed. Those of you who follow Q, those of you who follow some of the guys I'm fixing to play here, you keep being left empty-handed to the point now that you have a known traitor a known traitor in the White House. See, I told you, if you stuck with me, some of you, you're gonna have a you're gonna have a hard time getting over this, okay? You really are, but sometimes deprogramming people <laughs> is a little difficult. You gotta lose the baggage that you've been carrying on. And I'm not saying that to put you down. I'm really not. But I want to ask you a question before I get into this. 
If you were the president of the United States and you knew the man that you were running against was a traitor to the United States, you knew it. You had the goods on him. You had exposed it. And you knew the election was stolen. You had seen the evidence. I want to ask you something. Would you have left the office without making some arrests? Seriously, would you have done that in good conscience? Could you have walked up and said, oh, I wish this I wish this treason, the guy I called a traitor on the campaign trail, I wish him luck. I wish him much success. America has a bright future as I leave it in the hands of a traitor. That ought to tell you something, folks. But for some of you, you keep thinking, oh, Donald Trump's playing 5D chess, 10D chess, he, he is, I mean, some of these Q people even said he's from the future. Watch Fall of the Cabal. The lady gets weird about nine and a half through through ten. That somehow Trump is from the future. It's weird crap like this. And all I'm saying is, all of that is sensational. It is to get you distracted. It is to get you to think that somebody else is going to do for you what you will not do for yourself. What you won't do for yourself. Got a caller calling in. I invite callers to call in, so we're going to see who it is, but I don't have a name here. So, caller, you're on the air. Welcome to the Sons of Liberty. Hi, Matthew. Oh, is that Brian? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Yeah. Hey, um, you know what we must remember, and I think Bradley might uh, co-author this, is our our principle mm-hmm. and our position, because you see, our position. What's our position? In the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Uh, our 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 position is that we are all soldiers for the Lord, and we are all His children. See, because the Lord doesn't change his uh, opinion of us just because, you know, we might do wrong things sometimes. That, you know, that's our condition. Our condition is that we are all sinners, but our position in the Lord Jesus Christ is that... um, you know, he loves us no matter what. Yes, he likes us to do certain things, but he sent Jesus here to die for us so that he, he sent his own son here to die for us. So his opinion of us, he, I don't think God has an opinion. Otherwise, well, he wouldn't have sent us son here to die for us all yeah well let me let me let me correct something there uh he doesn't view everybody that way the lord jesus even looked at the people who said they were children of abraham and he says you're not children of abraham god's not your father you're of your father the devil so god doesn't look at everybody in the same way and jesus didn't die for every single individual because if he did there wouldn't be anybody in hell he would have paid the price for their sin that's just the way it is and that death includes paying for the sin of unbelief so, I mean, I, I don't I don't necessarily buy that, but I agree with you that God does love his people, 
and that he does reward them, but he also disciplines them. The Bible says he disciplines those he loves when they're, when they're going astray or when they're sinning. He does that. So um, do you have anything else you want to add? Because I want to get to this topic here. Well, I think you're doing a great job, Matthew, and uh, keep up the great work. And how's Bradley doing? He'll be on at 3 p.m. Eastern. Okay, good. Well, we love you guys. Just know that. Okay, thank you very much. Appreciate the call, too. Have a good day. All right, there goes our caller. Thank you for calling in. We appreciate you very much. And, um, yeah, I agree that we have to center around the Lord Jesus, and that's where I'm going to take us back to is to the Scripture in this, in this, in what we're talking about today. Now, guys, look, if things pan out and all, I've told you. I said, yep, yeah, okay, fine, I see it. But you don't have Trump as commander-in-chief anymore. He's not there. And, you know, interestingly enough, Matthew is exactly right when he writes in the chat, and this is stuff we've said before, had there been justice, Article 2, Section 3, which is the president's job, okay, if that had been executed against the criminals in government, if it had really been executed, then what would have happened? We wouldn't have a Joe Biden in office right now. We wouldn't have a Kamala Harris in office right now. We wouldn't. It just wouldn't be there. But instead, watch, go back and watch his farewell speech. Go watch his farewell speech as he talks about, oh, we built up the economy. Yeah, printing money, spending us nearly, well, more than $10 trillion in debt during your time in office. That's what Obama spent in eight years. I, I can name off all the other things, but where's the justice? Because that's really his job, Article 2, Section 3, to make sure the laws are faithfully executed. That was not done. That was the thing he does. He never mentions in any of his speeches. He always appeals to your baser sort, your economy, your wallet. And I'm not saying that that shouldn't be an appeal, because the Scripture teaches us that God loves just weights and measurements, and he calls those who are unjust weights and measurements an abomination. Okay, But if you deal with the first thing, the justice, you'll end up dealing with the others. With that said, there are several people who have put out some of this stuff on Q. Now, all of it's not wrong. There's a lot of it that's true. Of course, most of it is questioning. It's, it is a... Yeah, it is a psyop. There's no question. I've done the shows on this several times. And what I want to say is when they put this stuff out to the people, the people keep coming back like it's the next episode of their favorite soap opera or something else. All right? That's what they're doing. Uh, Sabahu asks, why not preach the word of except of beloved? Well, here's the reason I'm going to do it. Because... Even Jesus took the words of those he was correcting and those he was exposing and he put them out there and then he says, that's not the truth, this is the truth. So that's what I'm doing. That's how I, that's how I do my teaching. Okay? That's how I do what I do. All right, so let me give you some of the false problems. I'm just going to give you a taste of them. There's a guy here. I'll put this video up. Um... 
Alan Parr. And he gives us a flavor of just a couple of the false prophets. Okay? A couple of the false prophets. I want you to, I want you to listen to just a couple of these. Here we go. <clears throat> and what he does as an introduction is not to slander somebody, but to warn the body of false prophets. Well, when a false prophet... <laughs> And it's all leading up to what's coming up in January 20th. And so I've said this many times before, but please reserve throwing your stones at me until January 20th. First of all, I want to say without question, Trump is going to win the election. Uh, and uh, that doesn't mean you sit home and don't vote. That, that, that means you get out and do everything you can to work. But he's going to win. That's, I think, a given. Because I am speaking from the future. Yes, you are. this moment. Right this moment. And I am going to proclaim yes. that President Trump will be president <laughs> of the United States. <laughs> Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Will it be an eight-year presidency? Absolutely. Absolutely we will. Uh, you're sure about that? Yeah, I'm sure about that. Hey, everyone. All right. So that's, uh, that's Alan there. And uh, I'm going to have that up a little later. Now, he's got about a 25-minute. That's just a couple of things. Okay? That's just a couple of things. Yeah. Mark Taylor and Kim Clement. Yeah. You, you got it. Now, some people will point back to Kim, people like Kim Clement, and I don't have time to play all of those, but they'll point back to him and they'll say, well, wait a minute. He said some things long before they happened, and they happened. Okay, let's go to the scripture. Okay, Let, let's deal with the Kim Clement stuff first. Okay, this is Deuteronomy chapter 13. Here's what it says. If there arise among you a prophet or a dreamer of dreams and giveth thee a sign or a wonder, and pay attention, and the sign or the wonder come to pass. See, this is the false prophet that I say is the one that nobody talks about. This is the false prophet that comes along and tells you something, and it comes to pass. Verse 2 of chapter 13, Deuteronomy. And the sign or the wonder come to pass, whereof he spake unto thee, saying, Let us go after other gods which thou hast not known, and let us serve them. Thou shalt not hearken unto the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams, for the Lord your God proveth you, or he testeth you, to see and to know whether ye love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. Ye shall walk after the Lord your God and fear him and keep his commandments and obey his voice, and ye shall serve him and cleave unto him. And that prophet, or that dreamer of dreams, shall be put to death, because he hath spoken to turn you away from the Lord your God, which brought you out of the land of Egypt and redeemed you out of the house of bondage, to thrust thee out of the way which the Lord thy God commanded thee to walk in. So shalt thou put the evil away from the midst of thee. That's some pretty serious stuff right there. That's some pretty serious stuff. You don't speak as though you're speaking for God and declare something to happen. And it does happen, but you're leading the people away from God. You're leading them away from Him. Now, I know people use the term God, and it's really a title. It's not a specific name. It's a title that's given. Okay? Remember in the Old Testament, Jesus referred back to it, and He says... You were called gods. In other words, you were the judges of Israel. You were upholding the law. 
But it's not just this. It's not just the guys like Kim Clement who say something and then uh, everybody's following after Trump. Now, I know a lot of people, look, I could play this Greg Locke thing and they're chanting, chanting Jesus is king and all of this kind of stuff. But what are they really doing? That's Deuteronomy 13, Georgia. Deuteronomy 18. This deals with the guy who tells you something and it doesn't come to pass. It's like uh, Kenneth Copeland. It's like these yahoos we just listened to. Sid Roth. I don't even know some of these people's names. I just learned Sid Roth here recently. I don't watch any of them. The dude with the the, the long hair with him and his I think that's his wife there on there. I guess they're the new guys in on TBN or whatever that stuff is. This one's from Deuteronomy 18. And it shall come to pass, verse 19, and it shall come to pass that whoever will not hearken unto my words which he shall speak in my name, I will require it of him. But the prophet which shall presume to speak a word in my name, which I have not commanded him to speak, or that shall speak in the name of other gods, even that prophet shall die. And if thou say in thine heart, how shall we know the word which the Lord has not spoken? When a prophet speaketh in the name of the Lord, if the thing follow not, nor come to pass, that is the thing which the Lord hath not spoken, but the prophet has spoken it presumptuously. Thou shalt not be afraid of him. He gets the same thing that the guy in Deuteronomy 13 gets. He gets the rock party, guys. He gets the rock party. As in, your life's over. You're not going to infect the rest of us. But, but we don't do that. We don't do that. No, 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 no. We go ahead and give them a platform. Let me give you an example. Let me give you several examples. There are several people putting out all kinds of ridiculous stories, and they're still popular stories. This morning, I'm looking at several headlines. Let me give you a couple of these just so you get a flavor of what I'm talking about. These are false prophets. They may not be coming in the name of the Lord. They may not be doing all this other stuff. These people are coming out and they're not saying, hey, you know, I kind of see this shaping up and, you know, this is what I think. This is my opinion about it. I can deal with stuff like that. These people are saying, this is so. Inauguration canceled. Trump remains in office. ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, CNN, MSNBC to lose licenses. There are, four, there are over 400 people viewing that article right now. Fools for their pains is what they are. There's another one that's out. More than 360 people are looking at this one. Military control. 11.3 verifies as first marker the end won't be for everyone. It's about pushing Trump into power. Then we get some really weird stuff. Joe Biden clone swears on satanic Bible. That was a big old Bible he had out, wasn't it? <laughs> ah. We still have 100 people looking at end of deep state and the Kazarian mafia. Fall of the cabal with Scott McKay. This is the kind of stuff that people are feeding on now. Q has got them hook, line, and sinker. People still think those like Sidney Powell and Linwood and the Kraken, 
Tori, who used to be on this station, are all legit in there for you. They're all in there for you. I'm telling you. Here's one more. Biden, Pelosi, Obama to be arrested. D.C. on lockdown. CCP to attack U.S. EBS to activate Wednesday. None of this happens. We were told a couple of days ago the whole media was supposed to be shut down. It's ridiculous. And people sit here and they follow it and they buy into it. Why? Because they don't love the Lord their God. That's what he said he sent the false prophets among the people for. Listen to him. Deuteronomy 13, verse 3. Thou shalt not hearken unto the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams, for the Lord your God proveth you, he testeth you, to know whether you love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. This emperor worship stuff, this king worship, well, we're not worshiping him. Yes, you are. All your hopes and dreams were in Donald Trump. Just like some people's hopes and dreams are in Joe Biden. Carl, the number's 215-TOP-TALK, 215-867-8255. Come on, bring, bring on. Tell me where I'm lying to you. I'm reading, I'm giving you the stuff here. I ask you, what, what have you seen from any of this? What have you seen? Donald Trump stood and told you, I built all this miles of wall. Yeah, it was to, it was to cover wall that was already there. It wasn't new wall. There was a little bit. There was a little bit of wall that was new. Very little. Then we get the word out about uh, we build the wall and that whole thing that was going on there. Who knows what was going on with that stuff. But I, I want to take you to a couple of passages in Scripture, and then I want to take you in history as to what took place so that we can see an application to what we see today, okay? 2 Peter chapter 2 is a great passage. If you want to see what a false teacher is, go to 2 Peter 2. Read it, and you'll, you'll be able to identify a false teacher pretty quickly. All right? Here's what, here's what Peter says. But there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you, who privily shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that bought them, and bring upon themselves swift destruction. And many shall follow their pernicious ways, by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. And through covetousness shall they be with feigned words make merchandise of you. Let me tell you something. How many tr- Donald Trump trinkets were you pitched during these por- four years? I'll tell you, more than I've ever seen out of any other president. More trinkets, more little Romanesque kind of idols as what they were. Making merchandise of you. Whose judgment now of a long time lingereth not, and their damnation slumbereth not. For if God spared not the angels that sinned, but cast them down to hell, and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved unto judgment, and spared not the old world, but saved Noah the eighth person, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood upon the world of the ungodly, and turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, condemned them with an overthrow, making them an example unto those that are that after should live ungodly. 
He delivered Lot, vexed with the filthy conversation of the wicked. For that righteous man dwelling among them and seeing and hearing vexed his righteous soul from day to day with their unlawful deeds. The Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptations and to reserve the unjust until the day of judgment to be punished. And then here's what he says about the false teachers. But chiefly them that walk after the flesh in lust of uncleanness and despise government, presumptuous are they, self-willed. They are not afraid to speak evil of dignitaries. Whereas angels, which are greater in power and might, bring not railing against uh, accusation against them before the Lord. But these as natural brute beasts made to take or to be taken and destroyed, some evil of uh, speak evil of the things that they understand not and shall utterly perish in their own corruption and shall receive the reward of unrighteousness as they that count it pleasure to riot in the daytime. Spots they are and blemishes, sporting themselves with their own deceivings while they feast with you, having eyes full of adultery and they cannot cease from sin, beguiling unstable souls and heart that have exercised with covetous practices cursed children which have forsaken the right way and gone astray, following the way of Balaam, the son of Bazor, who loved the wages of unrighteousness. He had a mouth that would speak the word of God, and he was a prophet for hire. And every time he went out to curse the children of Israel, God stuck a blessing in his mouth. And the only way to get the curse on the children of Israel was to go in and teach them to intermarry with those who were idolaters, who were foreigners. And he was rebuked by a dumb ass, speaking with man's voice, forbade the madness of the prophet. These are wells without water, clouds that are carried with the tempest, to whom the midst of darkness is reserved forever. For when they speak great swelling words of vanity, they allure through the lust of the flesh, through much wantonness, those that were clean escape from them who live in error. Listen to this. While they promise them liberty... They themselves are the servants of corruption. For of whom a man is overcome, of the same is he brought in bondage. For if they have not, or if they have escaped the pollutions of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, they are again entangled therein and overcome. The latter end is worse with them than the beginning. For it is better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than after they have known it to turn from the holy commandment delivered unto them. But it has happened unto them, according to the true proverb, the dog is turned to his own vomit again and the sow that was washed to her wallowing in the mire. This is what the false prophets bring. Okay? This is what they bring. This is the straight stick. This is the word of God. This isn't the word of Tim. This is the word of God. This is what it says. Now, there's something else I want to remind you of. And I want to apply this to what we're seeing today. For the past couple of months, we've heard the Q drops and the QAnons and all this stuff saying, and look, I'm not your enemy. I'm not your enemy because I'm telling you the truth. I'm just recounting what's going on here. We've heard them say just three to five days, this is going to happen. Within 10 days, this is going to happen. Now it's jumped up to, I don't know, 13 days or something. This is going to happen. And none of it happens. 
None of it happens. I told you a long time ago that Donald Trump's controlled opposition. I, I told you a long time ago. And people didn't want to believe it. And I know why. He spoke those smooth, flattering words that we read about in Deuteronomy. He spoke those kinds of things. And what I want to do is I want to read this passage and I'm going to take this call. And, and then after this, uh, actually, let me go ahead and take the call now uh, because I got to fit this in with uh, what I got for Josephus as well. And um, I, I will give you a good history lesson and then we'll apply it there. All right, Carl. Good morning, brother. Hey, good morning, Tim. Good to hear from you again. Always a pleasure. Yeah, I wanted to refer to the, what you were talking about just a few moments ago regarding Q and how Q still has the brains of many millions of conservatives mm. uh, totally under their control. Even today, after after Trump left it off with Marine One, and that was the end of his presidency, uh, and, and Trump was Q+. Plus. Um, Q really is nothing more than a PSYOP by DHS to prevent the people from restoring constitutional law and order, mm -hmm. specifically the Tenth Amendment law, because we could so simply just elect state legislators and we could send in a delegation yep. of three to six people into our legislatures over at our state capitol. You can walk right in their office, basically, and you can talk to your legislature. You can't do that. Uh, in, in, in Washington. We have no power in Washington. None. We have no control whatsoever. But in our state governments, we have a lot of control, yep. especially if you start pulling together like tea parties and have uh, people in that particular district start forming delegations to send in to have a little talksie with, uh, with your state representatives, which is your duty to do. That's your civic duty as an American. And, and that's what makes America. That's what allows us to be free. And right now we're talking about the Tenth Amendment law, whereby the only powers that the federal government has is the, are specifically the powers that we delegated to them under Article One, Section 8 of the Constitution. All other powers and all other spendings, now keep this in mind, all other spending, besides for those 18 things listed under Article One, Section 8, is to be done by the states respectively or to the people. Yep. And that's the reason why the Supreme Court of the United States ruled that income taxes nor employer taxes apply to the people. Because we, as the rulers and leaders under Romans uh, 13, uh, 1 through 5, um, were the rulers and the leaders and higher powers. You can see that in the preamble of the Constitution. Sure. Who made the laws, who made the constitutional laws, on our on our federal government, including all Republicans, all Democrats, the uh, the President of the United States, and also the Supreme Court of the United States, we the people did. We ordained and established our laws to secure the blessings yep. of liberty to ourselves and our posterity. That's clearly shown in the supreme law of the land in the preamble of the Constitution. Yep. We are the leaders. The American people are the leaders. Not these other people. They're supposed to be working for the states, really, is what it is. And that's why, uh, that's originally why the state legislatures were to pick two legislators and send them to Washington, D.C. And those two legislators are supposed to be called senators. And because of the lie in the tally of votes by, um, 
by, uh, let's see, Flander Knox under the tutelage of uh, Socialist and Chief Woodrow Wilson, he lied about the ratification of the 16th and 17th Amendments. Sure. None of them were ever ratified, and you can read about that in a book called The Law That Never Was. Hmm. And everybody should read that and understand why we the people and our states are supposed to reign supreme over the U.S. government. It's all very, very clear, and even the shenanigans that they pulled on us. And that's what they did with Q. These five guys who send out these Q drops, you got to use a Lucky Charm cereal box decoder ring to understand this stuff. Mm. And once you decode that, then you find out what your instructions are and what you're supposed to think. Well, here's what you're supposed to think, Tim. You're supposed to think that you're not supposed to do anything because you has got it handled. That's right. You know, we don't need to do anything. We don't need to elect state legislators. We don't need to enforce Tenth Amendment law by way of the Kentucky and Virginia resolutions that we would elect state legislators for so that we could, and then augment that with an arrest provision so that we can arrest all federal agents and agencies that are usurping powers that are not delegated to them under Article 1, Section 8 of the Constitution, and run them the heck out of our states yep. because our states are 50 free, independent, and sovereign nations under That's God, right. divisible with liberty and justice for all. Yep. So, okay. That's all that I particularly have to say, unless you have any questions. Nope, I appreciate you calling. Uh, Lori says, awesome caller. Uh, Lori, we've done a couple of shows with Captain Carl, and uh, we, I was trying to get back to you again because we wanted to, you, we wanted to have another show uh, with Carl, and um, unfortunately, I I know you had went out of town or something, so we were we were trying to get you in so that uh, we could do that, and. Um, uh, so I'll get with you later, and we'll bring you back on the show to talk about what you want to talk about um, that you sent me a message on. Thank you, guys, and uh, I just want to say hi to Lori as well. She's great, too. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Captain Carl. We appreciate you, man. Thank you for calling in. All right, there's there goes Captain Carl. And, uh, yeah, you can check out uh, Captain Carl. Just put in um, Carl Canings, K-O. It's Carl with a K. And it's K-O-E-N-I-G-S. Put that in the search engine on sonslibertymedia.com. You can listen to our previous shows where we dealt with Q. We dealt with the Tenth Amendment. We dealt with the militia. We dealt with uh, the Federal Reserve. We we had several shows with, with Carl and uh, one with his daughter. And uh, so you can check those out at sonslibertymedia.com. Okay, let me give you something of, of how I see an application for today. Most of you know, if you listen to the Sons of Liberty, that I believe... That the book of Revelation, Matthew 24, Mark 13, Luke 21, are not about our future. They're about the immediate future of Israel and the judgments that are going to come upon them in 70 AD. And I've said, if you interpret that correctly, you can then extract from that all kinds of applications throughout history of how God judges nations. Uh, John, it was John Calvin who said, when God wants to judge nations, he sends them wicked rulers. Let me take for you just a little bit of Matthew 24, and then I want to show you what Josephus, he wasn't a Christian, he was a, he was a Jewish general that was captured by the Romans, but I want to show you what he wrote, okay? So let me just read you just a section of Matthew 24, because I, I can't read all of them, my time's too short here, okay? And Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and his disciples came to him for to show him the buildings of the temple. Now, remember, there's a context here. In Matthew 23, he pronounced woes or judgments upon 
the religious leaders there. And when he when the chapter 23 closes, it says he left to them their house desolate. Okay? That immediately jumps into Matthew chapter 24, and it says, And Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and his disciples came to him to show him the buildings of the temple. It was in the process of being built. This was Herod's temple. It wasn't completed until somewhere around just before it was destroyed in 70 A.D., probably around 67 A.D. or so. And Jesus said unto them, See ye not all these things? What things? The temple, the buildings of the temple that they're building. That's all around them. That's what he's talking about. Verily I say unto you, there shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. Verse 3, And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall these things be? Uh, what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the age? Now, let me, let me just break this down real quickly. It's a quick exegesis here. Okay. They ask him, when shall these things be? What things? When there's not going to be one stone upon another. That's what they're asking about. What do you mean? When is this going to happen? When is, this, when is the temple going to be torn apart? They're building it. When is this going to happen? Then they ask, and what shall be the sign of thy coming? Now listen, if you read the Gospels, none of these disciples thought Jesus was going to die. They... they they were still in the mindset that he's going to set up a kingdom. You know, we want to be on your right hand and on your left hand when your kingdom, when you set up, when you set up your kingdom. This is what they're wanting to do. Okay. And then you have the end of the world, or the proper understanding for world here is the end of the age. And the writer of the book of Hebrews talks about that which is fading away. So the new can be established. He's talking about the old covenant is passing away so that the new will be established. So in a sense, they're asking questions that they really don't get because Jesus already told him he came to Jerusalem to be flogged, to be mocked, and to be killed. But the third day to rise again. Okay? Now, listen to how Jesus answers. Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no man deceive you. For many come in my or shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. You'll hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For the nation for nations shall rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, there should be famines, pestilences, earthquakes in diverse places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. And they shall deliver you, not people out in the future, you up to be afflicted, and shall kill you. And ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And then shall many be offended, and shall betray one another, and shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall arise, and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall bound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. Now, I'm going to stop there. I could keep going on, but I want you to get a picture here. Those things that I just read to you in Matthew 24, you can find all of them in the book of Acts. You can find all of them happening. Paul even says 
All, all you people says, well, we got to preach the gospel to the end of the earth before the return of Christ. Well, let me just remind you of something. Paul says in the book of Acts that it already happened. He said the gospel had already been preached to every creature under heaven. Okay? But what I want you to know is, he says, there's going to be people who come and say, I'm Christ. Then there's going to be many false prophets who arise. And he's talking about what's coming on Jerusalem. Okay? That's, that's what he's referencing. So, did that happen? Well, we, anybody who knows history knows that in 70 A.D., Jerusalem was destroyed. The Romans laid siege to it. No Christians were in the city, by the way. Why? Because they listened to the words of Jesus. He says, when you see that sign of the prophet Daniel, right? And if you, if you read that side by side in Matthew 24 with what Luke says in Luke 21, what you find is, is he's saying, when you see the armies surrounding Jerusalem, you don't go get anything. You just get out of the city because they're going to lay siege to it. And they did. And all those curses from Deuteronomy 28, I've, I've read those to you the other day in a show we did. All those things came on him. Josephus records them. But here's an interesting thing. And this is about the false prophets that Jesus spoke about here coming in in 70 AD. And I think you'll probably, if, you, if, you're paying, if you're paying attention to what's going on with Q and all of this stuff that's being pushed out, you'll see the application. Okay? This is from Josephus. Um, and you can pick up this book. It's... Uh, I've got the works of Josephus, but I'm going to show it to you on here. This is the War of the Jews. This is Book 6, Chapter 5, and uh, Section 2. All right? So I'm going to show this to you, those of you on on the screen here. Notice what he says here. I'm going to pick it up. Uh, Let's see. Um, let's Let's just read this two section, and we'll go into three just a little bit. And now the Romans, judging that it was in vain to spare what was round about the holy house, burnt all those places, just like Jesus said, the holy house, the temple, just like he said, they were going to tear it apart, right? As also the remains of the cloisters and the gates, two accepted, the one on the east side and the other on the south, both which, however, they burnt afterward. They also burnt down the treasury chambers, in which was an immense quantity of money and an immense number of garments and other precious goods they rep- there reposited. And to speak all in a few words, there it was that the entire riches of the Jews were heaped up together, while the rich people had there built themselves chambers to contain such furniture. They were tearing apart things, and the whole idea was that the, the temple, the stones had to be pulled to get, to get the gold out of it. They'd set it on fire. The gold had melted. It was going in between the cracks of the stones. And these were not small stones. They were not something you'd just, even something like me and my wife and my son picked up out of our creek to landscape with. I mean, they weren't 100-pound stones or something. (laughs) They were really big. The soldiers also came to the rest of the cloisters that were in the outer court of the temple, whither the women and children and a great mixed multitude of people fled in number about 6,000. But before Caesar had determined anything about these people or given the commanders any orders relating to them, the soldiers were in such a rage that they set the cloister on fire, by which means it came to pass that some of these were destroyed by throwing themselves down headlong, and some were burnt in the cloisters themselves. Nor did any of them escape with his life. 
Now, pay attention really quick. to You'll see exactly what I'm talking about here. A false prophet was the occasion of the people's destruction who had made a, pro- a public proclamation in the city that very day that God commanded them to get upon the temple and that there they should receive miraculous signs of the deliverance. Now, there was a great number of false prophets suborned by the tyrants to impose on the people who denounced this to them that they should wait for deliverance from God. And this was in order to keep them from deserting and that they might be buoyed up above fear and care by such hopes. Now, a man that is in adversity does easily comply with such promises. For when such a seducer makes him believe that he shall be delivered from those miseries which oppress him, then it is that pa- it, it is that the patient is full of hopes of such his deliverance. Now, let me ask you something. What did Q promise you? What did Trump promise you? Hope. It wasn't in Christ. It was in the political atmosphere of what you did did politically. Hope. It It was the exact reverse of what we had through the Obama years. Fear. They were offering you hope, but it wasn't biblical hope. Wasn't biblical hope at all. And it continues. Listen to Josephus again. This is in section three. Thus were the miserable people persuaded by the deceivers and such as belied God himself, while they did not attend nor give credit to the signs that were so evident and did so plainly foretell their future desolation, but like men infatuated, without either eyes to see or minds to consider, did not regard the denunciations that God made to them. Thus there was a star resembling a sword, which stood over the city, and a comet that continued a whole year. Thus also before the Jews' rebellion and before those commotions which preceded the war, when the people were come in, great crowds to the feast of unleavened bread on the eighth day of the month of Xanthicus. And you can read on from there Josephus' account of destruction of Jerusalem. And there were spectacular things going on into, into the, in the sky. This is history. This is a historian telling you what had happened. And guess what? All of it's right in line with what Jesus prophesied would happen 40 years prior. Now, what's going on here in America? Trump was right to call Joe Biden a traitor. Absolutely. No question. What was done about it? Nothing. His FBI sat on Joe Biden's laptop for what? Two years? You were just getting little bits of it in the media. Now we're now we get a report from the <laughs> Director of National Intelligence yesterday saying, Oh, China interfered with the elections. Oh, well, that's good to know. That sounds like what we had in 2016. Russia was interfering with the with the elections. <laughs> okay. What are we doing about it? Is there any justice here? Really, is there any justice? Because, see, this is the real issue. It's not about what you know. And exposing 
the crimes is a good thing. Don't get me wrong. Ephesians 5.11 says we're to expose the works of darkness. We're supposed to do that. No doubt about it. But if that's all we do, and as a society we don't bring the guilty to justice, then what in the world? What do we expect but more of the same? Please, sir, can I have another? Please, sir, can I have another? Let me tell you what you're what you're what we're getting. It's not you, it's it's all of us. We're all in it. Immediately, immediately. After being sworn in as president, this traitor, Joe Biden, and I say he's sworn in as president, I I'm not going to refer to him as president either any more than I did for Barack Hussein Obama Satoru Sabarka. Because it's clear there was election fraud. As critical as I was of Donald Trump, he was elected president. And he was, a le- he was legitimate in the fact that he met the requirements to be there. He was president. But here's a couple of things that were done immediately after he took an oath of office. Okay? Executive order signed. Coronavirus. Stops the United States withdrawal from the World Health Organization. Yep, you're going to be funding that organization that is putting out the propaganda led by a guy who's not even a medical doctor that will put you in lockdowns that will push mandatory vaccines on you eventually. You you wait and see. With Dr. Anthony Fauci, that criminal that Donald Trump paraded out every day for months to give us the propaganda on on the, the beer bug, becoming the head of the delegation to the who. Isn't that nice? For your crimes, Dr. Fauci, for your propaganda, we're going to make you head of the who. He rejoined the Paris Climate Account. Process it will take 30 days. He canceled the Keystone XL pipeline and directs agencies to review and reverse more than 100 Trump actions on the environment. That's going to cost you too. Rescinds the Trump administration's 1776 commission directs agencies to review their actions to ensure racial equity. Requires non-citizens to be included in the census and apportionment of uh, congressional uh, representatives. Undoes Trump's expansion of immigration enforcement within the United States. Halts construction of the border wall by terminating the national emergency declaration used to fund it directs OMB director to develop recommendations to modernize regulatory review and undoes Trump's regulatory approval process. And there's other things that didn't reverse anything. He just went ahead and signed on with it. Guys, God's judgment is coming on you and me here in the United States. Why? Because people trusted a man rather than trusting God and doing their duty before him. God's not going to honor that. 23 hours, Lord willing, we'll be back with you. See you.